Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I'm Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and I'm really excited to be joined today by Manjri Gopika, who is a yoga instructor and practitioner, among other things. And I'm just going to let you take it away and introduce yourself, um, Manjri. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Alex. Uh, Yes, I am a, I call myself a passionate practitioner as well as a teacher of yoga. I have been uh, deeply in love with yoga for the past 10 years and uh, it completely has transformed my life so much so that, that now I teach it. I've been fortunate enough to have studied with really wonderful yoga teachers um, in the classical lineage and also have been able to travel to India four times and study with one really renowned swamis in the in the philosophy of yoga. So um, it's it's completely part of my mind and part of my heart. So thank you for inviting me to speak about it. Yeah, super awesome. I'm really excited to have you here. And, you know, we were talking before we hit record and I kind of shared, I've been on a little bit of my own yoga journey just starting this year and found there's, it's so much more than just exercise or flexibility or, you know, and and we were talking a little bit about your story. So I'll I'll have Mm -hmm. you share, you know, what brought you into it and kind of those, those pieces that you really picked out um, that have brought you on your journey. Yeah. And you shared with me that your journey is rather recent and you've already made those discoveries. Yeah. Which is exciting. So I started yoga in 2011, as I said, um, I had, I mean, I'm a person who thinks about something quite a bit before I actually do it. I don't know why it's just my makeup. So I, um, had seen quite a few paparazzi pics of gorgeous, gorgeous movie stars with rolled up yoga mats under their arms. And I think that's how I first heard about yoga. And I thought, hmm, what, you know, like Jennifer Aniston, and I want to do that. They, they look great. But uh, I had never felt confident in my body. I was not an athlete growing up. In fact, I was whatever the opposite of an athlete is. The, the kid picked last for the PE team. That was me. Uh, I just was uncoordinated and just, eh. so anything athletic, um, or anything working out based, I wanted to avoid. But around 2011, I went through a breakup and uh, I was living in New York City where there's a yoga studio practically on every corner. You can't get away from it. So it was always like I'd wanted to do it. I had seen it. And I think when something, a big shift happens in your life, a big change or a big loss, it's sort of simultaneously um, you feel open and stuck at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I was, so I was yeah. like open to, to finally doing something different. Cause I was so tired of feeling stuck and run down that I actually signed up for a yoga class. And the most wonderful thing about it was that it wasn't just purely physical, like you said, cause if it had been purely physical, it would have been another thing I would avoid for the rest of my life, because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but there were no points. 
and there was no winning and there was no losing and nobody was looking at me or laughing at me. Um, it, and uh, it was my own journey on my mat and uh, just continually showing up to that one class a week that became two classes a week to, that became my whole life uh, mm -hmm. really transformed me, um, helped me make better choices in my life, helped me to think clearly and just, I grew so much in confidence that I really feel like I'm a much bolder, more authentic version of me now than I, I ever was um, in my youth. I'm That's so awesome. young though, right? I'm so young. <laughs> so young. We're all young, right? <laughs> um, I love that. And I, you know, I love this conversation, especially for women, because I, I especially, you know, the women that listen to the show, kind of women in, in leadership positions, or, you know, we've been go, I talk a lot about what we call selfless syndrome on the mm. show, where we're, we're constantly taking care of everyone and everything else around us, and not really taking time for ourselves. And in that, you know, so many women I meet have either lost sight of who they truly are, or what they mm. love, or, you know, are, are not living out their full expression of themselves. And so I love this idea of yoga as, you know, something that can really help you tap into that. Cause that's been my experience too. You know, when I actually, and I, I kept with like at least four times a week, I'm getting on the mat, um, just at home. But like, when I take even just those 10 minutes and connect to myself in that way, it's like my whole being shifts. For yes. the day. And I love that. So, um, I don't, you can, you can add into any of this, but yeah. For sure. Oh, there's so many wonderful points you brought up. You know, when you move differently and when you breathe differently, you begin to think differently. It's mm -hmm. just that simple. And, you know, I often tell students in my classes, um, you know, it's like at a warrior two pose, uh, 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 a lot of my students are women, but I'll say, hey, you, you know how wide you need to be in this pose? If you stand with your arms out and your legs spread apart, your wrists need to be over your ankles. You need to take up space. How does a warrior stand? They say, notice me. I'm not afraid. And when you put yourself physically in that position of being open, but also just like you really committing to the pose, I mean, energetically things happen. Um, and for sure, I'm a working mom. There are, you know, it's, it is hard. And when you got like a little kid, like banging on the door and maybe you feel a little guilty, Gosh, should I go out? Like, you know, they need me, but you need you. And the wonderful thing about yoga is that 10 minutes is a practice. There's no yeah. rule that it has to be 60 minutes or 45 minutes, or, you know, it's again, cause it's not a race. It's not like you didn't complete a race or something. So five minutes, 10 minutes, it's, it's a practice and it's enough to transform your being and transform your day. Yeah. Which is huge. And, you know, I think so many of us look for that, or we're just constantly with our heads down, like running, 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 going, going, going. And when you pause, even like you said, just for 10, five minutes, 10 minutes, um, even if you just do the breath work, like it makes such a huge difference. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, for those that are listening to this, that are maybe new to yoga, let's, let's talk a little bit about what it is. Cause I, and I'm sure you hear a lot of this too. I still get the people are, that are, you know, like turned off because it comes out of the Eastern world or mm. uh, things of that nature. So maybe let's talk about, you know, what is yoga really? Like what, how would you define it? Cause oh. it's not just stretching. Like I think a lot of people. Not just stretching. <laughs> Yeah. It's interesting you say there's so many reasons why people don't do yoga. 
the, um, there's so many reasons why people think it's not for them. Um, mm. But what is yoga? So yoga, it uses the body to discipline the mind and to reach the soul. And the poses are not yoga. Uh, and, but the, in the yoga sutras, uh, I'm going to get a little Sanskrit here. In the yoga sutras, the great sage Patanjali 10,000 years ago, he wrote about yoga and what the process is of a that a practitioner should follow. And he defines yoga as yoga chitta vritti narodha, which means yoga is the stilling of the fluctuations of the mind. So yoga is a state. The asanas, the poses are not actually yoga, but they're a means for us to access yoga, that state of, of equilibrium, of not having those racing thoughts, of not being ruled by our impulses, our desires, our criticisms or judgments, but just a state of being. And when you can get to that state of being, you access who you are. And when you know who you are, you can see the best in others around you. Uh, there are so many real definitions of yoga, but so the poses, absolutely. There's a physical component to yoga. And in the West, when we talk about yoga, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about, we're going to go to a, a yoga class where we teach the poses. But as you have mentioned, there are certain ways we breathe in yoga because that helps us still the manas, which is the fluctuating mm -hmm. part of the mind. Um, I think there, another thing, like you said, oh, some people get turned off because it's Eastern. Yoga is not a religion. It's not a religion. Yeah. Uh, it is written in a different language. Yes, <laughs> it's from a different country and a different culture, but you could be a Christian or uh, a Jew or a Muslim and, and practice yoga. Uh, yeah. and, and the wonderful thing too is because it's not a sport where there's winning and losing and because it's not just purely a physical practice, there are no prerequisites. You don't have to be flexible to do yoga. You don't have to be an athlete. I wasn't or a dancer. I wasn't to do yoga. It truly is for everyone. And I'm gonna say this too. I don't, well, this is a show for women, but ladies, if the only way you can get your yoga on is by bringing your partner in the room with you or something, it's not just for women. Yeah, or it's your kid. My, my son does yoga with me, yeah. Kids are hilarious. I they mean, <laughs> they, they're either into it or they're not. But my daughter lately, she'll start doing poses. And I'm like, I thought you weren't paying attention. I thought you were just complaining the whole time I was doing yoga, but apparently you learned stuff. <laughs> they really absorb everything. Yeah, no, they really do. Um, I love that. And that, you know, I think that answers a lot of questions. And I'll say, you know, I was one of those people that I, I've never been flexible. I was an athlete, but I was a soccer player and a skier. And, you know, so I've, I've always done the kind of working out that's like push myself to the max, like run a marathon, you know, how, how hard can I go? And, and now that I'm in my later thirties, it's like, my body's just like, no, we're good. Right. <laughs> we do that. Um, and it's like, I haven't had the mental fortitude to, you know, access that again. And I know there's a lot of women who experience this. And so what I've loved about yoga is it's like, it's that stillness it's, you know, calming the mind down and not trying to like add another thing to it, but really just to connect with me, um, yeah. in that in that moment and day. And so I think that's really cool that, you know, yoga just gives us the access to that. Have you, since your journey is recent, but even if it wasn't, I yeah. always love asking people, have you noticed any changes in yourself? Like pre, you know, yoga, post yoga, you've been doing it long enough now, regularly enough now. I'd love to know yeah. what you've observed about yourself. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been things like, you know, I lost an inch around my waist, so that was cool. But <laughs> <laughs> we all love that. <laughs> That's always great, right? But you know, <laughs> even when I get on the mat, like I've noticed I've developed a flexibility, like my body moves in ways that I it didn't used to, and it feels really good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've also like I'm much more grounded because we all have stress, right? You know, especially oh, especially right now. But I've I've definitely been able to I've noticed a shift in like my patience level like with my kid or yes you know my focus when I'm working or you know there's there's a lot of things just bring you know you talk a lot about being in balance so maybe we can we can dive into that conversation but you know yeah well absolutely you know usually people will share with me that the first thing they notice after starting yoga isn't so much about their body changes although it does it, you like you mentioned it's surprising how quickly yeah. things change your posture's better and you like your abs actually engage yeah yeah <laughs> but yoga makes you less reactive because yeah. what we do with our breath work and staying in the poses is we learn to control those strong impulses and those strong emotions of I want to run away or this is hard or my God, it hurts and go, what if I choose a different thought? What if I choose to just breathe and not resent where I am? And when we create distance between stimuli and response, the stimuli being the sensation that you get the freedom, the freedom to choose. And usually when we have the space to make a decision, we're going to make a good decision. Yeah. Uh, so then when you go off your mat and you have your partner who is snapping at you because they've had 13 Zoom meetings or your 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 three-year-old who's going to tantrum town, um, you, you are able to breathe longer in those situations and make a choice. Whereas before it would just be like you'd snap back and now you're in a big fight and now everybody's day is ruined. So um, it's it's the effects are physiological, but they're also very much mental. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that because so much of healing, you know, in my, my world, we're dealing with a lot of health and like, how do we heal? I, I end up with a lot of women who've, you know, experienced trauma or experienced, mm-hmm. you know, rough things and throughout life, um, big loss or something like that. But, you know, we tend to ignore the mental and emotional side of how we heal physically. And there's a lot of times it's, you know, if you're stuck or frustrated or like not moving forward, you know, you talked in the beginning about being stuck, but open to something new. Like when you're in that place, I just, I love yoga as a tool to access, you know. It absolutely, it, out. it absolutely is. And there are a lot of teachers who teach trauma-informed yoga, mm-hmm. uh, but yoga, it, what we learn through yoga and what the yoga texts teach us is that the mind is malleable. It, it can change. There are so many people who think that this is the way that I am. These are my likes and my dislikes. Um, I react to things this way and you just got to deal with it. But the yoga process teaches us that that's not true. There's a, there's a deeper part of you you haven't accessed yet. And we can actually, you know, redo the pathways in our brain. We can create new paths um, and, and that will foster healing and growth. Yeah, Absolutely. That's so true. And it's, you know, a lot of it's a willingness to just show up and, and do the work and kind of let whatever, and and whatever you says, drive you, you know, take control and just, you know, let it in, let it in. All you have to do is show up. Exactly. And that's one other thing I'll notice, uh, I'll just share, like for me, 
my breathing has changed. You know, mm-hmm. me, I would really struggle, especially if I was stressed to get a full deep breath. Like I didn't know how to belly breathe. I didn't know how to fully engage my diaphragm and do all that. And after, you know, six weeks of, for almost two months of really practicing yoga, it's like, I have access to that full breath and I can calm myself in any moment. And, you know, it's like, just, yeah, my energy is better, all of that stuff. Yes. So, the breath yeah. is the king of the mind. There's a reason why when we get upset, people are like, okay, okay, take a deep breath because mm-hmm. it, compl- it resets your brain and it resets your nervous system. And just as you mentioned, there's a very specific way to, to breathe in yoga. And usually we think of breathing as just inhaling and exhaling. Right. But there are, there are three parts to the breath. There's when you inhale, the lower belly expands, then the upper belly, then the chest. And on the exhale, the chest falls, lower belly falls, sorry, mid belly falls, lower belly falls. So it's just like this oceanic crescendo of magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so for those who are maybe they're either new to yoga, like, you know, me or they're, they're wary or not sure if it's for them. What, what do you have to share about, you know, how do you know if yoga is for you or if it's something you should try? I think everybody should try yoga. Uh, the yoga has gifted me so much that I want everybody in the world to try it. I, I think, you know, if you have a particular concern, if it's health related Um, or you, I don't know, but you feel like maybe you don't know what you're doing. Get a teacher. Yeah. No teachers are here to teach. We're not here to judge and go, God, well, I guess they're not going to make the cut. You know, there's so many, (laughs) we're here to help you. Um, I, and I think a great thing too, is to, to start slow. A lot of times people, you know, to commit to your one class a week or commit to a few minutes each day. A lot of my students, they love my my weekly, you know, I teach several one-hour classes a week, but mm-hmm. I created a mini practice for them. That's 15 minutes. Um, and I could share that with you. So that, you know, if you can't make your 60-minute class, you can at least do a five-minute practice or a 15-minute practice, and, and you're still getting your body moving and you're breathing. Um, and I think the other thing that people need to realize about yoga is that it's not a spa treatment. I mean, you will feel better, but, but I feel like people are really surprised when they try yoga and it's hard and they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everybody said, do yoga. You're going to be so relaxed. You're going to feel so good. Nobody told me it's hard. So then they start going, uh, I must suck at this. So the reason this is hard is because it's easy for everybody else except me, which isn't true. It's Mm -hmm. hard for everyone. When's the last time you tried something new? And it's part of the deal, actually. The poses are kind of designed to frustrate you so that you can recognize your thoughts and go, I'm gonna breathe through this and you'll find resilience and strength. That's what the practice does. It it has to create, build strength in you, inner strength. And no way about inner strength, you know, at a massage parlor. I wish it it was true, but. um, (laughs) Depends on the massage, I will say. Some of them really test your fortitude. Yeah. (laughs) No, but Um, yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, and I love, I actually just last week on the show talked about um, resilience because I've done a couple of interviews with some women around the dark side of resilience. And so we're talking about dark side. What's the dark side of resilience? (laughs) 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 Um, So the dark side is where we kind of, we use, you know, being strong and just powering through as a crutch and don't really deal with what we feelings yeah yoga is not in that category i would say just to clarify for my listeners you know because it's really 
I wouldn't say forcing, but kind of forcing you to, you know, engage with yourself in a way where you're going to deal with oh, yes. it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a positive resilience that we're building here. Well, yes, that's a great point. Well, resilient people are able to manage strong emotions and strong impulses. Yes. So it's not just like, oh, I'm not going to cry. It's these, these feelings are going to come up and I'm going to learn how to manage them. And, you know, through yoga, for example, let's take something more intermediate, which people listening, if you're starting a yoga journey, don't worry, this isn't going to happen in your first class, but let's say something like an arm balance, right? Mm-hmm. So nobody in the history of the world nails an arm balance the first time they try. Doesn't happen. You can, I don't care, no, name somebody. It doesn't happen. It's physically impossible. Yeah. What you have to do is you have to, uh, well, you know how you get good, good at something by never doing it. No, I'm just kidding. You have to do it over <laughs> and over and over, but not in a way that hurts you, but just like, you're going to have to continually show up and you're going to have to con- confront a couple things that are going through your mind. One, I'm going to die. Two, I am going to fall. Three, they're all going to laugh at me. You are going to fall repeatedly, but you're going to realize I did not die. I did not get injured. Nobody's laughing. Uh, And you're going to learn to, so in that example, you're learning, okay, I'm going to have these emotions, but they're not even true. And, and you're going to keep practicing and you're going to feel proud of yourself that I actually tried this and I'm still, still a worthwhile human being. Uh, And one day you're going to figure out how to actually balance because you've developed those muscles. Uh, And again, when you get off the mat and you start driving home and then somebody cuts you off in traffic, you're, you're not going to be as reactive. You're not going to take it personally and, you know, throw the finger up and start honking the horn. You're actually going to have a moment of space of going, how do I want to react to this? Because in that yoga mat, on that in that yoga class, you had a choice too. And guess what you didn't do? You didn't roll up your mat and storm out of the room and post on Facebook that yoga is stupid and you're never doing it again. So by having these experiences where you, in a very safe and controlled way, are um, witnessing thoughts and realizing you're resilient AF, uh, life is just so much better. And I would say that's how yoga builds resilience. You, you're going to have feelings and you're going to learn how to deal with them. And you're going to feel so much more confident because of that, regardless of whether you get on your hands or not. Yeah, no, I love that. And, you know, that's kind of, I'm understanding more now what you originally said around, you're almost like tapping into your own growth and pushing yourself to grow as a, as a person in your emotional state. And yeah. You know, and that's the access to that. And so, I, yeah, I really, really. And it's yours. It's your growth. Yeah. Yeah. So for any of our listeners that I know you, you're pretty big on Instagram. It sounded like, right. Where, where do, can people connect with you if they want to have more yoga? More yoga. I am on Instagram, mandri.gopika.yoga. I also uh, have a Facebook group called Real Yoga where I post short tutorial, post tutorials and short classes uh, to give people tools to live in rhythm with life, uh, especially for all of your, your busy working moms out there. Yeah. Um, I also have uh, my top three simple practices, good for beginners to build strength in your body or to reduce stress and build strength in your body. And I'll, I'll give you the, the link to that. 
Yeah, um, I'll put all this in the show notes. Yeah, it's just mentorygopika.com. Yeah. Um, and I'll put forward slash uh, top three simple, we'll just be like top three. Um, and I'll okay. give you that link. So it's just a great resource to have. It's the one I created for my students where you can just go and, 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 and try it every day. And I'd love to hear from anybody who is inspired to try yoga from yeah. this, from you sharing your journey, from, from me talking about it here, because that's really my mission. I want everybody to uh, feel the joy and in, in the freedom and the confidence that I feel. And it's not that life gets any easier, Dr. Ridley, you know that, mm-hmm. um, especially as a mom, like I had the worst infant. And so I kept thinking like, oh, when I get to the next phase, it'll be easier. But no, she, now she's a spirited four-year-old and like <laughs> very emotional. And, you know, and it's just like, oh, actually there's never a point in life where the problems go away. But no. yoga gives us the tools to, to surf those waves and find the balance and, and the resilience to, to deal with it and still be happy about it. <laughs> awesome. I love that. And yeah, I think we'll just end on that note because that's a great note. So <laughs> yoga, yoga is one of your tools to really do life well and, and be the human being you want to be yoga is not supposed to you know make you flexible it's supposed to make you your best you and better at life yeah I love it cool well thank you so much for coming on the show and just sharing more about the yoga experience I really thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for what you're doing for stressed out overwhelmed women everywhere we need you well thank you I'm happy to be here and doing this (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There, you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.